Hey everybody and welcome back to Lemons Out of Lemonade. Uh, this is episode four, which is called Black Girls, Invincibility, and Trauma. And the title is a little bit dark, I apologize for that, but I felt like after listening to it all the way through that those are probably the biggest pieces out of the entire conversation that I wanted y'all to know. Um, I'm sitting with two really good friends of mine, people that I've come really close with in the last couple of months and we just share our experiences as Black women. We answer about five questions, um, really deep reflective questions, and we kind of dive into how we've become who we are and what has kind of shaped that. And when I think about allyship to the Black female community, it's it's really complex. And I I couldn't, you know, put together a step-by-step, like, this is how you do it. This is what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what you should say, what you shouldn't say. But I think it's important, and we've touched on it in a lot of the episodes, about really listening to the communities that you're trying to ally with. And so if I want to begin to cultivate a space for people to ally with Black women, or at least Black women like me and my friends, then I figured I should give you all something to listen to, something to learn from, um, and also something to heal from if you're a black woman. If you're somebody who's listening to this and really relates to our experience, um, we're not so special that these things only happen to us. I've talked to a lot of women, and the the, the trends of the conversation um, are really prevalent in the conversations that I'm having. So, without further ado, <laughs> I'm gonna start it, and I just can't wait to hear what y'all think. Hi everyone, I'm Callie. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I am Danny. My pronouns are she, her, and hers as well. Welcome back, y'all. Okay. And I am Lexi, her usual. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. Um black, cisgender female. I'm black too. Yeah, yeah we, all, we, we all we all black. black. <laughs> we, all, we, all, <laughs> we all black. We all uh female Chocolate. cisgender, all, all of that. Um, so this episode in particular is about black women. And these are two of my like best assistance friends, and I'm so happy that they're here to talk about the experiences I've learned a really lot a really lot. I've learned a lot from them. And we've talked about a lot about our blackness and our womanness and what that means. So I wanted to share. Yeah, something that. So thank y'all for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Making, making. If y'all are wondering why Danny is in like every podcast, it's because she's my roommates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, She's like, baby lives with me, so you're really not going nowhere. Can't get away from me. Uh, Yes. So yes. Um, I have made a list of questions that I have been reflecting on. So this is kind of not fair, but yeah, we're gonna start with where did you learn. Where where did you learn that you were black? Mm. I'm not sure if it was a specific moment. Maybe a culmination of moments. Uh, I don't know. Um... I knew, I mean, maybe starting out with playing doll, playing with dolls. My mom saying, uh, you're going to get the brown dolls, not the white dolls. Okay, I only have brown dolls. Uh, um, let me think, let me think. I used to be hurt about getting brown dolls. 
I didn't know they existed. So like when I would see the commercial for it, it was a white doll. And I had no problem with the little white, blue eyed doll. Like I wasn't hating myself. I just wanted a doll that was on TV. And I'm like, she she do all the things that it does on the commercial. And I would get to Christmas and it'd be a little brown version. I'm like, do she do all the, all the things that the white girl do on TV? Because right. if she don't, you need to return her and give me the one that is fully functioning. Because I'm like, Yo, that is what society says. Honestly, does this white girl do what this white girl can do? If not, take her back. You just said, okay, a mouthful right there. I didn't think it was that deep at the time, but I sure was like, all right, if she do what she do, then that's fine. But Mm -hmm. I'm looking at her a little sideways. Does she look like me? (laughs) Like, damn. Yeah. I think. Now, as far as dolls go, I was always a Bratz doll lover. Yeah, like, so for me, I I don't know. I just grew up like, wow, like all of these different women coming together and doing some really awesome things. Mm-hmm. Like their Bratz was like a black girl, um, an Italian girl. So she was also white. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to be like Italian is a race. So I'm trying to make it clear. I know. <laughs> but no, um. An Asian girl and an Indian girl. All these different women. Yasmin. Yasmin was Indian? Yes. In one of like the little shows. Did not know that. Yeah. In one of the little shows, like they did like a culture kind of show. It's like Mm. the 30 minute brat shows. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And she did like, uh, for her culture, she had did um, something relating to Indian culture. Interesting. So. I thought she was light skinned black. Yeah. I think I had a couple Yasmin's. I, that I was, was my I favorite. Was identifying, Jade, like, hey. I think hers. Interesting. I think I can't remember which ones because I think she had like uh like Korean culture or Chinese Chloe? culture. Uh, no, mm-hmm. Chloe was Italian. Yeah. Jade was. Mm. Um, mm. but like you know, I I saw those things and I thought that was just so cool. Yeah. Um, I don't remember really the first time. I I remember the first time I I. I learned black was something negative. Yeah, yeah. You know, because when I I grew up in a predominantly black school, I, so like first grade through fifth grade, I was around intelligent black people. You know, they were pushing us. They were like, yes, like you can be these things. And yes, this has been a part of your history, like of people saying you can't and da 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 da, but you will excel. We are pushing you to excel. We believe in you. Yeah. But then switching to a predominantly white school and people being like, oh, you're in that class? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, why are your hips wider than mine? It's just like, um, genetics? <laughs> I don't like, you know. <laughs> Luck of the draw? So I, I I remember like instances like that. And then like when I got to that predominantly white school, I started thinking more about what it means to be black, a black woman yeah. in mm-hmm. this world. I know, like, when I was younger, uh, for me, my history pretty much came from my grandpa. Um, And something that he really was saying is, like, get your education, you know, like, they can take everything away from you, but they can't take what was in your mind, you know, you'll always find a way to rebuild type stuff. And so, these different, like, principles or whatever, like, good work ethic just like working hard and like doing stuff 10 times better than the, than the next person like that stuff was instilled in me 
I also do remember being forced to watch Roots. Um, <laughs> not necessarily <laughs> premier Black education. Yeah. Um, so I, I do remember those moments. Some traumatic stuff. Okay. What? Yeah. I mean, uh, and my yeah. grandpa, he would talk about like him like just growing up and his mom making him have to say like yes sir to a little white boy and um in the grocery store and like he refused and so she like whooped him because it's like it seemed like why would you do that but she was probably saving his life because they could have done anything to Mm -hmm. him at right then and there and like his life was just like he put him his life in danger or whatever when he refused to say yes sir um which is like this twisted way of saying that I love you, so I'm going to whoop you. Yeah. Because, uh, to save protect your life. you. Yeah. To save your life. I'm going to have to be the one to hurt you so somebody else can't. Don't, That's real. Like, kill yeah. you. Right. Yeah. So I think Damn. just growing up, I knew that being black was complex mm-hmm. because of these, these things. Like, man, I got to change up how I'm moving mm-hmm. and then like hearing like cold switching you know my mama talk one way and then she's on, on the phone, phone. Right, right, right. <laughs> wait a minute you're like which Raquel do they meet do they know who my cause she, she don't talk like that around here right that's funny my mom tells a story I don't remember this obviously I was like two or something of me being in preschool and the teacher who I'm assuming was white the way that she tells the story that like preschool teacher was white and she was, we were playing, um, we were learning like our colors. Mm-hmm. And so we were each holding like a block or something that was a different color. And then you would go around and she would like, oh, what color do you have? And like, they would say the color that they had the kids. And I guess when she got to me, she asked, what color are you mm-hmm. instead? Like mm-hmm. just by accident, like, oh, what color are you? And I said, black. <laughs> <laughs> and the woman was like, oh, hell. Like, <laughs> I meant to say, and she told my mom, like, I just wanted to let you know that during the color exercise, I asked Lexi, like, what color she was by accident, and she said, you know, that she was black, and so, you know, basically, I don't know what you're going to do with that when you get home, but I hope that she's okay, (laughs) but I've known for a really long time that I was black, like, just, just knew, and I don't know that, I feel like my parents in a way, made it very clear that I was black, mm-hmm. but that it didn't make me, like, any less than other people, but that people were going to try me, mm-hmm. basically. Like, you're black, and you're intelligent, and people are not prepared for that. So, get your life. Here's all your confidence. We done built it all up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Go on out there and show these people what you can do. Yeah. And if you have some problems, then come back to us and we'll handle it. Yeah. But you are black yeah. at two. And so is Santa Claus. And so, okay, and Jesus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Jesus and God. Yeah. It was a black woman. Okay. Um, where did you learn to love yourself? It's a continuous work in progress. Okay. <laughs> um, I will say that I... And I tell y'all this all the time. I love my endurance. Mm -hmm. And I think it took me to love the different parts of myself before I could love myself fully. So I started with loving my endurance because I was just going through it. I was just like, look, this is just 
too much. <laughs> but like, I saw the black women in my family, the people in my family in general, but since we're talking about black women, <laughs> I saw them push. I saw them like knowing that like for a time, so that my brothers and I could have, you know, beds and clothes. My parents slept on the floor. They didn't go buy a mattress or a bed. They weren't buying new cars and they weren't buying new clothes. They were doing for us that they would endure for us. I was like, that was, that was like one of the, I think the first parts of myself I love to learn. I was like, it might not be pretty perfect. It might not look like someone else's life right now, but you're doing good. Yeah. You getting through it and you can still have joy in the day. That's good. Callie, good job. And as I got older, I started taking those other parts of myself. I'm like, oh, like, you, you're kind of funny. <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, like, wow, like, you're that twist that looks nice on you. Like, I started loving yeah. those other parts of myself. And I think that where I am now, I definitely, I definitely love me. I definitely love me. I'm confident in what I bring to the table. And... Yeah, I love all of me. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm. It's so much to live, Daddy. You don't know where you're okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, where did I learn to love myself? Um, it's frustrating because, like, hmm, other people definitely loved me. Like, I don't feel like I necessarily lacked in that area like my mom she always told me she loved me my grandpa he was like oh I love my yellow cat like he always told me that uh he loved me and stuff so you would think oh well you were you were always told that you were loved uh so like from the beginning but it's like nah I still have to learn that for myself um And it's it's a process. It really is a process. Um, I think I love myself a lot more. And um, I'm constantly learning about myself and, like, learning about the power that I hold. And it's like, wow, like, you dope as... Dope as heck. heck. <laughs> I feel like hell and damn are acceptable on my podcast. As soon as I said it, I went. Somebody got something to say about that. If my mama want to be like, you over here cussing, oh, then then she can say it, okay? I'm trying my best <laughs> to keep yeah, it together. I said a rough but those are, those are Old Testament words. They are, they are in the Bible. They are. If you want to squeak it out, though, you tell I would not be opposed. <laughs> she could just cut I'm that like, whole part out. Nope. We keeping it in. It's real. Because a real conversation is much messier than this. Okay. <laughs> much messier. The unplugged right, conversation. We're trying to have a very nice, audience-acceptable podcast. I think for me, I, I, like, I don't know a specific moment. But I do, like, do mantras a little bit more now. Kind of like, what's that one? Use your smart. Yeah. Use intelligent. And use important. The help. Yes. Oh, yeah. The help. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I would say that kind of just positive talk to myself. Because if I'm not going to do it, who else going to do it? 
I gotta be like, you is fine, you cute. Okay, okay. you is bad. <laughs> uh, and you are loved and all that stuff. Like, I guess I have to constantly remind myself that I love myself. I don't know. I'm like over here, like just thinking. Obviously, you've had plenty of time to. I know. Reflect on these. And I'm just send like... out my discussion guide for this one. So. <laughs> um, when I thought about this question, I thought about it more like exactly like when or times where I really felt empowered as a yeah. black woman. Like, in most of those times, I have like an odd, not an odd, it's kind of odd, but I have an odd obsession with like older women. Mm-hmm in general and it's not even like a like ooh, like it's it's like i really love being around older women like black women a couple white women that i'm like yes <laughs> like i i get that feeling from um but i spend a lot of time with women that are significantly older than me for whatever reason like i'm drawn to them they're drawn to me we typically have like good relationships if i don't get along with anybody that's my age i can promise you whoever the superior woman is in the situation we gonna be cool like i i can pretty much bet on that um so i feel like i learned to love myself in spaces where i was with like older women who really affirmed who i was and it was like yeah people your age might not see it or like you know, like you might be struggling right now, but it's because like you're supposed to be something and we're going to help you and we're going to encourage you because we know that that's what you need. And I feel like that's really where I learned to love myself. It was not, it wasn't from like people, people my age or like my friends or like, I mean, my family is included in that because some of those older women are family members of mine, Mm -hmm. but like sitting in the kitchen and like or doing scrapbooking stuff with like my mom and my grandmother and my aunt and like my cousin, like women that are just like adults, yeah. <laughs> like whole adults that are like, we're impressed by you yeah. and you're one of us and you're in the fold. And if you admire us, like then you should admire yourself because you are us yeah. has been like super, I think transformative yeah. in how I see myself. It's like, okay, I come from these people. And they accept me. So who are you? <laughs> I'm looking around like, uh, stink for your opinion. Yeah. Because it's based, my identity is based more in the women that I know and who have uplifted me and reminded me, like, you all right. When did I find out? Because I feel like I wanted to add something. Um... I mean, I don't know, like, to be honest, like, even, I want to, I like, I guess I want to say some profound moment, mm-hmm. but it's, like, still a struggle, mm-hmm. you know what That's I mean? real. So, yeah, I think for a while I've been, like, searching for it, like, like, something pure, like. I definitely felt like I spent a lot of my life searching for it. One, your daddy issues. So, like, trying to, like, even, like, in the guys that I'm, like, liking, like, trying to invest so much time into, like, them so that they can like me, whatever. Just search, just searching for it. Um, 
I think when I stopped searching for a guy is when I found one. So I was like, I'm I'm done trying to love everybody else. Like, let me just take some time for me. Not to do that multiple times throughout my life, you know. Um, just like making sure I'm checking in with me. Like, are you good? So I don't know. It's a process learning to love myself. But I think I'm getting better at it. The more I learn about myself and what I need, um, the more I take care of myself as like me showing myself that I'm worthy of being loved. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's making sense. I'm like literally just like processing right now, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So yeah. And it's very late at night. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Uh 2.33 a.m. Yes. <laughs> Just for the record. <laughs> we sound a little confused. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so afterwards, you learned to love yourself. Where did you learn to hate yourself? In the girls' locker room. Mm -hmm. I, I remember the specific moment. And actually, it was a few moments. Um, so I was, like, teased about, like, my weight. Like, people talked about me, like, in that way. Mm -hmm. um, I remember, like, one specific moment. I was in class one day. And, like, people whom I, like, considered to be my friends, like, but they were also all white, two white girls and one white guy. They, like, were talking and, like, they kind of turned and looked at me. And they were like, yo, Callie. And I was like, what's up? And they were like, how much do you weigh? Oh, wow. And, like, honestly, it didn't even hit me till I got to high school. I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be latent. It'd be late. Sometimes. That stuff don't sink in. So you'd be like, wait a minute. They actually, they were coming for you. Like, they they were seeking yeah. to hurt you. Yeah. And in some ways, I thank God for that. Because I'm like, yeah. maybe I would. I didn't I need to be dealing it. with that. Okay? Because yeah. Yeah. That, hurt, that hurt. Yeah. And then I remember, like, the next year in seventh grade, like, we're getting changed. And it's like older girl comes in like she's in eighth grade i'm like girl you ain't even in this class what you doing in here like <laughs> and again another white girl to she looks at me i'm changing my shirt and she goes ew what is that what and she's referring to my stretch marks keep in mind y'all i'm like six feet tall <laughs> yes. Oh um and in in seventh grade i was like one of the tallest people in my school including the boys like yeah. i was i was a tall person yeah so I'm thinking, oh, stress marks are normal. Like, I grew fast. Like, I'm long. Right. right. He ain't <laughs> I am up yet. We trying, to, we up here. trying to make it. Um, But I was just like, there are stretch marks. And she was like, that's gross. And, like, she proceeds to pull up her shirt and be like, see, look at my tummy. It's, like, nice and pretty. What? Like, she said that. <laughs> like, wow. And I was just like, ah. um, Okay. So bold. Just like so, like just it wasn't like the no rhyme or reason. Just the came. middle schoolers are truly ruthless. Yeah. Those are some of the ruthless, most ruthless people. And if you survived middle school, I know a lot of people who were very traumatized. One of my best friends literally will barely step foot into the middle school because he has horrible, horrible memories of being in middle school and being teased and the drama. And the middle schoolers are awful. Yeah. And I coach some of them. And I'll be like, there's, what are you, like, these two, um, there were some boys I was coaching for, like, an event. And, <laughs> <laughs> for, for an event. And 
we there was a black girl there's a like a cute little dark-skinned black girl she gonna have a little body on her too she nice mm-hmm. and put built nicely built or whatever slim thick and everything i'm like okay as you should because you can see little kids and you're like mm-hmm. he gonna be handsome you know like yeah. it's not creepy i'm just like she gonna be really cute um but she's dark-skinned which it's like every middle schooler ever learns that like being dark skin is so awful. Yeah. Like it's the worst possible thing. If you dark, you get picked on. I remember kids getting picked on so much for being dark skin. The boys included. Yeah. The boys especially. Yeah. From other black boys. Mm-hmm. So something had happened. We were walking back to the middle school and the girl had said something. She kind of has a smart mouth too. And you can tell she's really, she has a chip on her shoulder for sure. Cause mm-hmm. they make fun of her all the time. And some one of the boys made a joke something about like and that's why you like dark blah 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 or something and i was like oh no Mm -hmm. not with me i don't know who lets that happen in their classroom who hears that and allows that to happen who because your mama would be upset because your mama probably dark i'm looking at you somebody dark (laughs) i'm like like, somebody in your household is of color of a different color than you so don't why would you do that yeah ruthless to say it out loud in public in front of other students and in front of me and i'm like somebody that they all like oh like you know yeah. Lexi, she the coach she's a, you know I mean, like they've done it before they've said it before absolutely and they believe it to yeah. be true yeah and they're like well ain't nothing wrong with being dark then why did you say that to her that's yeah. that's real ruthless where was that if Trauma is not transformed, it okay. is transferred. transferred. And that's real. Yeah. That is so real because, like, as I got older, like, I had, like, the most, like, I was at war with my body and with other people because in remembering those things and those moments, they're like, and they didn't stop there. Like, they continued through my life. I was like, if you can't love me thick... <laughs> Cause like I'm not like I don't think I'm unhealthy. I don't have an unhealthy weight. You're six feet tall, Kelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you're six feet tall. Yeah. Like I'm not as muscular as I used to be back in the day. But like I'm I'm not unhealthy. Yeah. So if you can't love me like this, it made me think like, well, I don't want to, you know, work yeah. out harder. And sometimes I want to push myself, but I'm like I don't want to because then if I get smaller, they're gonna like change their behavior. Mm-hmm. Because I've seen it happen with other people. They get smaller, all of a sudden they are just loved by some people. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. they were lovable before their body changed. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that if it's not, if you don't take care of that, those traumatic experiences, you don't work through that, it's it's going to flow over into some other parts of your life. And I... That, that, that that's part of getting older so learning to love myself I was like I love myself more than people's opinions of me yeah. I love myself more I love my future children more than allowing my trauma to be transferred to them yeah. yeah that was some terrible stuff but you know what I like to work out I'm thick and I'm six feet tall and if that <laughs> bothers you then please kindly step aside correct okay is that get right or get left? Okay. Yep. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> Where I learned to hate myself was less of a physical thing. There was stuff that, like, I was self-conscious about that people made me self-conscious about. Like, I really had no issue with, like, being skinny. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it was like, oh, like this is my size. Other people are other sizes and other shapes. I really didn't think about it mm-hmm. until kind of like when you start like liking boys and boys kind of start liking you and people would talk to me and be like, oh yeah, like, oh, I like Lexi or I think she's cute or whatever, but like she doesn't have a body. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I got two legs and two arms <laughs> and, a, and a head and a torso. Mm-hmm. I don't have a body. Like that's the body. That's it. <laughs> that's what you <laughs> I'm like, that's all you're going to get from me. I didn't know I had to have all this extra stuff on me. You know, it wasn't like I felt like I was ugly, but I was like, okay, so clearly I need all these other things. And that's only compiled by going to like family events and people like seeing what I'm eating and being like, oh, well, that's why you're so small. You ain't really got nothing on that plate. Mm-hmm. Or like being in sports and it's like, oh, well, you want a kind of special diet or something? I'm like, no, I just... I just eat what I'm given to eat and there's no like intentional because that would be a problem in the fifth grade for me to be intentionally trying to be skinny that would mean I have an issue and y'all should maybe be more concerned about that than the amount of macaroni and cheese on my plate at Thanksgiving maybe we would have that conversation as opposed to the oh you uh worried about your weight like no uh I'm just not that hungry or I'm full. Problem solved on that one. <laughs> um, personally, I think I went through more of. I really abhor being called intimidating. Mm-hmm. That's a part of myself that I am working through continuously. I think that word to me is an excuse for people to not deal with themselves. Mm-hmm. And so when you say that I'm intimidating, A, I feel like only people who, like you, this is this is a special kind of person who uh, enjoys being like feared yeah. in a way. Because if you're, if you're intimidated or people use intimidation instead of the word fear. So it's like, I'm intimidated by you, but I can be intimidated by people and it doesn't freeze me. Yeah. Or it doesn't act in a way that's, negative i don't like react aggressively (laughs) to to that person it's just like wow like their presence is really like something you know i might be a little like timid but i'm not it's not shaking me to the point where i'm changing how i act around this person me being ruthless and making stuff up about like Mm -hmm. that's a whole different level when people say that i'm intimidating it shocks me especially people that i feel like know me Mm -hmm. so you might not know me on like a super personal level we're not like best friends but if i have been in your life for at least three years (laughs) and you open your mouth to me to say oh i thought like when i first met you like i was really intimidated by you all right that's fine i don't be looking to happy as all the time okay like that's cool (laughs) like like if you first meet me it depends on the day you might you might catch a lexi that is not as kind but for three years after that moment yeah when I first met you I was really intimidated by you and honestly I'm still like really intimidated by you at this very moment three years later that's a personal issue that as a reflective person I take and deal with after you say that I'm like what what about me is so like what is it Because now you're you're in fear of me. Like, it's not about, like, oh, you just have, like, this thing that's just really powerful. That's a whole different statement from, like, and a whole different behavior. Because this person also acts 
very scary. <laughs> very scary. I'm like, what? Well, where does the... So when hating myself, it's like, wow, my whole personality and who I am as a person really makes you feel some type of way. And I don't know how to get around that. I could come in here and smile every single day. I could be like super cheerful. One day I could be in my feelings, but it's like, I don't have a day to to feel anything because I'm worried about you being scared about me or of me. I was, like, I was choking. I was trying to choke quietly. So I'm like, she's talking. It's very powerful. Oh, no. <laughs> choke powerful. Okay. Choke quietly. <laughs> choke quietly. No, I'm good. Now I just had to cough it out. Yeah. Yeah. So hating myself and then being in a situation where that intimidation really spiraled into a mess <laughs> like an absolute straight up attack on everything that I stood for the person that I am like all of that if that's if y'all if that's what intimidation is I don't like that part of myself mm. that causes you to do that yeah. if I could let it go I would let it go in a heartbeat I would have let it go a long time ago I would have been like you know like if it's that easy yeah that's more of the area i'd be like i'll be skinny all day but this in quote unquote intimidation thing like let that i need that to go somewhere or figure out how to channel it or figure out just how to like be me and be okay with that because y'all moving funny i guess the heart she's so because you you are being you like yeah it's not like you being somebody different and you're intimidating it's because like i i look at you and i'm like okay like on her on her game like focused and driven and like you are literally one of the most like loving and inspiring people i have ever met i appreciate that so, <laughs> it doesn't i'm telling you it does not happen like the that commentary yeah Mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. it's not that and I, it is it's a them problem like whoever is bringing that to you saying oh like you are intimidating i can see intimidating like wow like she's she's doing some great things i want to match that i can see like that like a wow like she's focused like that's cool but intimidating like oh like she's kind of mean or like i don't know how if I, i'm like a little twitchy when i'm around her like no like that i don't see that I don't, I don't, I, I see you being a role model. So that's where I can like, I'm like, maybe, but, but like the intimidation just, it's like, I'm like, okay, maybe if you're talking about her being a role model, but like, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Like you are inspiring. Like you are strong. Like you are futuristic. Like you are, you are all these wonderful, amazing things. And we've gotten to know you though. We've mm-hmm. like been able to step past that intimidation or whatever you know what I mean Mm -hmm. to like literally like get to know you so I think it's definitely a them problem at the end of the day because like like you said like I can be intimidated but it's not I feel like that's a pretty dark word yeah oh yeah to describe how uh, inspired I am by somebody you doing 
shit. Mm-hmm. Let me get in. What you doing? Mm-hmm. What? You, give me some of that juice. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, hey, girl. Hey, girl. Yeah. Because real like, recognize real, and they can deal with that. Yeah. But when it's said, it's said so flagrantly. Mm-hmm. And in so many different contexts, at so work. many different yeah. points, it's just says so flagrantly. Like, yeah, I'm like, I mean, well, you're pretty intimidating. So, like, I wouldn't, you know, like, talk yeah. to you either. I, I mean, I'd be kind of scared of you, too. That has been, I, <laughs> and I quote. <laughs> so, you're okay with me being alone. I mean, well, you're scary, and I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really mess with you either. Like, you scare me. Had lived together for about, like, nine months. Mm. I was like, so at what point are you just not scared anymore? Like, and what, what about me? Because if, if somebody else had these same characteristics and what am I supposed to say to that? Right. It's not said as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not such an like egregious foul. Like, it's not like, yeah, you calling me out of my name or like, oh, you ugly or like, you know what I mean? It's like such a random space that you can say it comfortably. Mm hmm. But the impact is not comfortable. Yeah. And you just leave it there. Like, yeah. So I'm basically scared of you. And that's that. <laughs> oh, okay. And I'm a, somebody who likes to be people to be scared of me. Right. No. Who enjoys that? Like, oh, oh, I get to go to work and everybody fears me. Like, those people have, have medical conditions. Like, that's a problem. I don't think I fall into that group. Of people. Yeah. I don't know if you answered. I, 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 when did I start hating myself or learn to hate myself? Um, I would say probably from boys. Um, boys are mean. I felt, I, I knew that I was very smart, um, pretty talented. Like, um, I grew up doing ballet and I was in like Nutcracker and all that stuff. So, but boys definitely made me feel ugly. And I'm like, maybe I am. You know, they play like the cruelest little games. Mm-hmm. Um, there was like a rating game, you know, going around like elementary and all that stuff. And I'd be so scared to have my name on there. I'm pretty sure there were some girls I was like, I'm cool. This, you know. Like, I'm sexy as hell. I'm going to get an A+. Plus. But I'm like, mm, not quite sure if I'm even going to, like, yeah, I just didn't want my name on any of those papers. Just because they were, like, so mean. Mm-hmm. And, like, when they got together, they were, like, cool. So I'm like, okay. Um, And then also, when I started shaving, so... um. I obviously, like, knew something was wrong, like, if I had hair or whatever, and I'm, like, a freshman or something, high school, and then they're, like, yeah, no, shave that stuff, you know, on the cheerleading team, and they're, like, yeah, make sure y'all do this, and that, and all of that, and I'm, like, oh, okay, and now I have, like, yeah, I don't know, just, like, learning, constantly trying to learn to, like, love myself, because, like, boys are saying I look like this, then my daddy ain't even here, so what's wrong with me? And then girls saying you gotta change your body, look pretty, and I'm like, but my mama said don't do that either. Right, I'm not old enough to yeah, be I'm pretty. Right. It's like sorry, that's not age appropriate. Right. <laughs> pretty is not age appropriate. I'm not allowed to do that yet. 
So I don't know, it's a process, but uh, definitely I would probably say from boys learning to hate myself and then like internalizing those things. Mm -hmm. So if it took that long to get like that, it's going to take just as much time to get it all out. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> At least that much time. Yeah. Where did you learn to be strong or invincible? Watching my mama. Period. Watching my mama. When, even like when I, when I, uh, when I think back about when my mom and dad got separated, it was such a smooth transition that is like my mama just kind of like brushed it off and got, you know, picked her stuff up mm -hmm. and kept it moving. You know, like we moved from house to house and stuff, but it was really hard for me to tell what happened. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was not seeing my dad as much, but I didn't understand, oh, they're separated. Oh, they're getting a divorce until like, shoot, like time, like a little bit of time later when I was like finally like, oh yeah. So that's what was happening when I was like seven. Mm. But um, see, just seeing her like just, just do the stuff. Like I wrote a, a piece about her. Like she cooked a full course meal. Uh, got me to school. She went to work, picked me up. Do like she did my homework with me. She cooked me meals. She got me in bed at a good time. Like she did all of this stuff flawlessly. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, like that's where I get my strength from. That's I am. There have been very few times when I've seen my mom break down, you know? And even in those moments, it's not really a breakdown, you know? Like, oh, yeah. she might be like, man, I'm really frustrated right now, you know? But just seeing her just move, mm -hmm. just seeing her move, that's, it's like, it just got passed down in my genes. Like, I just, I gotta be strong. This is what I'm seeing. Which can also, yeah, I feel like that's the <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. I think mm, it was like the women in my family in general. Mm -hmm. Like the matriarchs in my family are some real strong women in different ways. Like a lot of different personality types. Some some passive, some like very, you know, like visibly, imperceptibly strong. But yeah, I was like, wow. My mom does like everything, 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 anything I need. Mm -hmm. I'm going to my mama because yeah. she going to handle it, period. It's going to be on time. It's going to be organized. It's going to be well done. Okay. Like we do nothing subpar. Mm -hmm. She handles everything like her and my dad. Like she handled that. She handled me. Mm -hmm. She can do my school. She, she feed me on time. Like she makes sure I'm where I'm supposed to be. Make sure what I have to supposed to have is what I have. And like. That's that's how it's supposed to be. I'm supposed to like hold every she's supposed to hold everything down because that's what my mom does. Yeah. And she don't complain about it. And when she do complain, we don't listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's almost like she's not complaining. And she does what she's supposed to like that's what we're what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. I'm supposed to be on it all the time because that's how she is. Yeah. All the time. The most dependable individual that I know. Yeah. Call her at any point and be like, hey, I need this. I need that. Last minute. I don't care what she's doing. She's going to figure it out for Always. me. Always. I'm like, okay. So that's that's what strength is, is yeah. handling everything. Yeah. 
and being like smooth about it. And I think I've only seen my mom break down. And again, it was like a little safe, like yeah. something you could let the kids see break down like, like once or twice. Yeah. And that's when I'm old. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, was, I was like a grown adult. And one of them. Yeah. Grown adult. And realizing like, and I had a conversation with her about this the last time um, when I was home for like a little bit over the summer. And I told her like, I basically apologized to her mm. because, I mean, when you're a teenager, you're just really selfish in general. It's like the whole world revolves around you and your high school and all the stuff that you're doing in your high school. Like, life is this big, very yeah. small. And like, everybody revolves around you. And I remember seeing like, I remember seeing her really doubt herself mm-hmm. at that point. And it was so like almost unbelievably offensive to me mm-hmm. for no reason. I mean, not for no reason. It was offensive to me in the sense that I'm like, my mother is so strong. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, do you not know who you are to me, to all of these people? Like, what are you doubting yourself about? Yeah. Like there was a time that she wasn't working full time and like doing her own business and stuff. And it was like, what are like, why, what? this is not the woman that raised me. Like, this is not the woman that I saw, like, handling everything. Like, what? And so I basically apologized to her. Like, I was selfish in those moments. It wasn't stuff that I said to her. Yeah. But it was like, what is going on with you? <laughs> like, how are you doing this right now? Like, you, yeah. what? Um, And I apologized to her. Like, I'm sorry for adding to that. Yeah. <laughs> like being completely careless feeling some type of way about it and not even like realizing like what that means for a woman like you for women like us Mm -hmm. to fall into that doubt is almost devastating and I didn't recognize that definitely didn't acknowledge it but I mean like that's that'd still be pretty heavy possibly pretty heavy for a 10 year old to think like oh I need to like protect my mother because like mm-hmm. I'm adding to her stress or something. I mean, like it's very it'd be a very wise thing of a child to acknowledge, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I'm sure she appreciated the apology, but it's like you it's were young. similar. What she said to me is what you said. What oh. you said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like I mean, you're a kid, and mm-hmm. there are things that we all try to keep y'all as kids. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We handle it. The adults handle the adult stuff. Kids handle the kids stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's that. But as I got older and started going through my own stuff, yeah. that was when I was like, that is what happened to her. Yeah. And that's why I'm sorry. Because yeah. I don't wish that on anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a thing being a black woman. I definitely think. Can you ask a question again? <laughs> Where did you learn to be strong um, or invincible? I think I got that from my parents. My parents talked about laziness like it was a disease. You <laughs> had to work overtime to avoid. Um, and it just. My parents' philosophy is we are to do better than our parents and we are to instill so much in you so that you can be better than us. Mm -hmm. And they did that. 
um, our family went through a lot. If it wasn't sickness, if it wasn't death of loved ones, if it wasn't financial, if it wasn't drama, it, it was just a lot. And I saw them hold it down. Mm-hmm. Like, no other. Like, when I, like, I, I got, I knew they did for us, and I was so thankful. Like, when I got older, I re- I guess, like, I don't know what it was, it just clicked more. I was like, you were sleeping on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like, you had a whole bedroom, but no bed. Mm-hmm. I have a whole good back as a, <laughs> you know, me and my little brother, like, we got good backs. Like, we can sleep <laughs> on the floor, but you got us on mattresses, on in beds. Mm-hmm. You, got, you did for us before you did for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it, it just, it, it shook me like not and like it wasn't like I didn't know they loved me they told me all the time and they were Mm -hmm. like great parents like yes but like when I saw that I was just like I can't not do this like failure is not an option like I might struggle I might not do good in this one area but I'm not I don't get to stay there I refuse to stay there. They have worked too hard mm-hmm. for me. They have sacrificed too much for me. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> no. So like, I, I got it. I got it from them. And they, they inherit, they got that from the lives that they lived and the struggles that they've been through before we even got here as their children. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I saw them doing everything they could and the best they could and they did a wonderful job and like me getting older I was like okay it's my turn to put in this work so that one day I could take care of them the way they took care of me because they took good care of us like (laughs) they took really good care of us my mom was like up it's Sunday. We're going to go praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm doing everything I can. She would be throwing them scriptures out there left and right. She was like, Lord, you said mm-hmm. if I knew X, Y, and Z, you would do A, B, and C. So let's make this thing come full circle, okay? Mm-hmm. So, like, she, ah, oh, yes. They, they, they are my everything. They are my inspiration. And they are the reason I learned to be strong and invincible because I was watching them be invincible for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off of that. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, I looked this up. <laughs> Yasmin is she was Latinx. She was Indian. My apologies. Uh, it's so yeah. yeah, I was like. It was a long time ago I watched it, but like yeah. I wanted to make sure we put the correct information out there. I, I gobbled that. it yeah. and it said accuracy. Nice. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, so talking about where we learn to be strong and invincible. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you learn that you weren't? It's a great question. When so, I you go first. Uh, to be honest. Uh, I'm pretty sure there were, like, multiple moments before then, but, like, something, uh, that I'm really thinking about is, like, freshman year of college. Yes. Freshman year. (laughs) Is yours a freshman year of college? Freshman year of college. I feel like I was 
broken down. Yes. Broken down. And it's like, wow. So I'm the first to go to college, first to graduate on time. And like, but like, and so like there there's no blueprint. There there's no oh yeah, this is what you have to do, da da, you know, like there's no blueprint for it. And I also knew that I could ask my mom for help. But I wanted her to know that she raised a strong girl mm-hmm. who was going to be great and help get everyone out of the hood and struggle. And like my grandpa, before he passed away, he said like, you are this family saving grace, you know? And so I wanted to be that. And it was like, dang, I feel so alone though. Mm -hmm. So alone, freshman year, freshman year, I had to grow the up, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I had to grow up and I, I made some goals and I'm like, you're going to get a 4.0. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. You like write poetry. You're going to find your poetry community or you're going to create it, period. Like you're going to do some stuff. Like I had to set those intentions the day I stepped foot on on campus. <laughs> on campus. But I was broken down. Not knowing, losing friendships from high school, gaining friendships in college, at least thinking, you know, hoping, you know, just reaching for something to keep me sane. And then it's like, but I don't even know these people. I don't know them. How much of myself do I give to them? Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm like, I'm let me take notes because my kids, I'm going to give them a blueprint. And then the, the thing is, like my sister, she in college now too, but I, I can't help her. Like, something she's literally just gonna have to experience. And that's very scary, especially for me. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, okay, I went through it. So like, let me give you like the rundown on how this should go. Or, you know, like, cause I know you ain't got nobody else to ask, Mm -hmm. but it's like, like I had to go through it. And like, there's literally no way for me to help teach you confidence and grit, determination, like self-love, self-care. There's no way for me to truly teach you that unless you go through it. And so, yeah, freshman year, that was the year I realized I am not as strong as I thought I was. Hmm. Uh, when I realized I was not invincible, it honestly, it's, it's been this past year. <laughs> um, so it was my... It started my sophomore year of college, and it <laughs> took me for the ride of my life. Because okay. <laughs> it just 
was okay. Like I was on the floor. I was like, okay, like we are starting from scratch because this is just, <laughs> this is, this has been severely, <laughs> um, the tornado has come. It is a category five. Mm-hmm. No, that's hurricanes. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it don't matter. Like the it, highest one, the highest one, one, whatever it was, it, was. It, yeah. it, it, it messed, it messed, it messed you it up. You know what it's called? Send me an email. Right. Okay. <laughs> It's hurting my life upside down. Um, it was, it was the similar, like losing relate, like actually not even, it wasn't even just the fact that I was losing relationships that I cared about. It was learning the real significance, the learning my real significance, other people's lives. Mm. <laughs> I, and it was that was it was just that like is. wow, <sighs> yeah. It's like wow, like we've been, I'm making air quotes, friends <laughs> for x amount of years, and but like when it comes to really having, like spending that time, like you you are consistently choosing other people and other things over like just like oh let's just go get lunch we're both like you know we both free on our lunch break like and it's like convenient for both of us oh well I can't and then That's I see convenient. you hanging out with with other people mm-hmm. it's like so you just don't so like yeah learning learning the le- my level of significance in other people's lives mm-hmm. it, it, that that hurt especially when you think those people care about you Mm-hmm. Yeah. and you deeply care about them and you're so deeply rooted in that relationship and you're like wow I'm it's like I'm I'm over here on my own mm-hmm. pouring into somebody that is literally like taking it but they they're not concerned it's filling them up for something and someone and other things someone mm-hmm. else and that that was that was intense mm-hmm. there were just there were lots of things there were lots of things. Um, and yeah, I just, I, I, I didn't know. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't know what to, <laughs> and then when it, when it first hits, it's like you in denial. I was in denial. Let me speak for myself. I was in denial. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. You got this. Yeah. I, I remember telling myself like, you're going to take a shower. Cause I woke up and I was not feeling, I was like, it was just a day and the day hadn't even begun. I was like, you're going to take a shower. You don't wear makeup, but you about to put some mascara on. Okay. You're going to throw that hair up in that bun and it's going to look fantastic. Put on a bomb outfit and you're going to tackle this day. Like I didn't give myself the option to be going through it, but then it was just like so much continued to happen. It was like, I, I have to feel it. I have to feel it. I have to acknowledge it. I have to heal it. Cause if I don't heal it, it's going to spill over into other things. Yeah. It's going to spill over into my academics. It's going to spill over into my healthy relationships. It's going to spill over into my, like, my mental health, my mm-hmm. self-worth, what my what I'm thinking about other people, what I'm thinking, they're thinking about me. I need to, no, we're not thinking about that. Yeah. Like, it, so it, it was going to affect me, and I was like, I need to, to deal. So that was not pretty or <laughs> ideal. <laughs> it was not fun. But it's necessary. It's necessary for any woman and my sweet women of color. It, you you have to. 
I know it ain't easy, baby. <laughs> it is a life we have, we are living. Yeah. And, but I, I just, it is so, it is so worth it. I still think, I, I genuinely believe that it's so worth it. It's, it's frustrating in the moment. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, look, it's not my fault. I'm chocolate. It's like, <laughs> this is a blessing. I don't know why nobody else can get on the same page. Like, this is, uh. <laughs> so I was frustrated, but I, I am so, so proud to be black. Yeah. The, the strength, like, it is just, it is, it is mind boggling. Yeah, to be a and I, I don't want to speak for other people of color because I'm I, I know like everyone has their like this is what I love about my culture and my people. For me, it's our strength yeah. and it's our joy. You can have nothing. You can be at your lowest, and if you can still laugh at the end of the day, that's real. You laughing about trauma? We were just talking about how people be talking about their whoopings, like yes. it's like a vacation, yeah. or like <laughs> y'all remember that time when Tay Tay got beat and Grandma and he was hollering, like you talking mm-hmm. about getting beat, yeah. beat. Somebody has beaten your tail to the white meat, and y'all over, <laughs> and y'all over here laughing. <laughs> laughing about it what is funny about that knowing that you did it no like that you, like, that you did you it that up. you made it that like these things are humorous that we can find joy like when black twitter went off about slavery when kanye said that slavery was a choice mm-hmm. and these fools got on twitter and just went off and we all laughed yeah and that's a form of healing if we can't laugh about it like when, when like you'll say like uh man like if you fall and bust your bust your, uh, your <laughs> butt right you fall and bust your butt and it's an old testament word yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> and like in that moment you probably sad but then you think back after you feel better you like dang i i bust my ass like <laughs> it's my tra- but it's my trauma to laugh about not nobody else's that's true that's, that's- the that's, key that's part key right there. Essential. Listen up. Right. <laughs> it's mine to laugh it's about, essential. not yours. It's, it's mine. It's a part of my healing. It's a it's a part of my experience. It's I can do with my experience what I want. So I mean, shoot, if I'm not laughing, I'm crying. That's true. Broke down somewhere. Okay. In a corner. Crying, laughing, or are you just crying, crying? Crying, crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying, crying. <laughs> Um, when I realized I was not invincible was also my sophomore year of high school. And it's kind of a twisted, not high school, uh, college. Um, I'm sorry. I'm like, regress, regretting, pushing it back. Um, a weird twist was that went through, I've been debating about like how explicit I want to get about this particular situation. Mm Hmm. Yeah, if you go to school with me, you probably know what I'm talking about. Let's just say that. And yeah. you know who I am. <laughs> you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, literally the worst situation I've ever been in in my entire life. Ever. Worst place mentally, physically. Like, never felt so violated and harassed at any other point in my life. Um and somebody said to me, like, I mean, I broke down. Like, that was it. It was like, 
that's the worst I've been able to do. My boyfriend is a wonderful individual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically counseled me through everything, had my back 100%. Like, But that feeling of like, I'm literally on a campus with 20,000 plus people and I am by myself. Yeah. No place is safe. Going to class is not safe. Walking my hallway is not safe. Doing my laundry is not safe. Like, what? The places where I'm supposed to, with like, I'm involved in a large group activity (laughs) and this space is not safe for me. Like, where do I go to feel strong? Because everywhere I'm going, I'm being beaten down intentionally and with purpose and with tact and strategy. Like, this is what we're doing to this individual. And it was um, weird to me because one of the people that were involved in this particular altercation, we have come to amends about the situation and we talked and she has had a similar in terms of like the harassment and the disrespect and the just bullying, quite frankly, that occurred. She said to me, we were sitting at Applebee's <laughs> eating apps and she's like, yeah, I just wish like that I could have handled it the way that you handled it like I feel like I really was just in a really bad place and I I feel like I really could I wish I could have handled it like you did because it seemed like whenever you came around like everybody you just like you didn't care Mm -hmm. like you were really really strong and you had everything together it didn't seem like it phased you at all like you were just doing your thing like you just looked so strong I really wish that I could have done that and I was like girl what are you talking about? What? No, no. If however you handled it is literally the exact same way that I handled it. A hundred percent. I'm not a person who likes to let everybody into my business. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's part of the little intimidating part. Like, oh, she ain't gonna let me have her business. Uh, No, I'm not. (laughs) Because it's not yours to have, it's mine. But when she said that, I was like, wow. And you don't even know that that's disrespectful. Like, you think you're flattering me almost. Yeah. Like, good for you. You pushed all that trauma down to run with these fools. Quite literally. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like. I love it. You, like, wow. Oh you put all of that aside and you walked in here like you didn't care. Yeah. And every moment that I would be in that place, I was shaking. Yeah. On the inside wasn't like couldn't make eye contact with people couldn't like did wouldn't want to stand next to certain people wouldn't want to be in certain spaces like no no that was I was like I'm not invincible yeah I might have thought I was invincible y'all still think I'm invincible and I don't want to be invincible and I'm not trying to be invincible <laughs> no no it's not fun no I need help because the reason why people will say now the commentary, like, yeah, I think she had a really bad year. I think she had a really hard year. Mm-hmm. You can say that and made no attempt to reach out to me yeah. about it. Why? Because I look like I was handling it. But you just admitted from your own mouth that I had a hard right. year. So that's interesting. Yeah. Like, y'all know what's up. Yeah. But, well, it looks like, you know, she's okay. But would anybody else be okay in the situation? Right. Would you have checked up on anybody else? Would you have like been like, oh, maybe because I know things have happened that have like literally traumatized her experience in this particular situation, I should like do something. 
No. Because Lexi got a handle. And I'm like, that's not even how you build trust. With a person like me, that's not how you build trust. That like, oh, like, I'm going to just let her. I feel like the people that I trust the most are the people that see me when I'm not trying to be seen. Yeah. That withdrawal yeah. is an instinct for me. It's a very like, okay, I'm going to just like do my own thing and just suffer by myself. Uh-huh. People who know me we'll or see will see that or that care, yeah. quote unquote, will see that. And you don't have to do a whole bunch of digging. It's not like yeah. I'm like. I need you to come after me. And when I say I'm all right, I'm actually not all right. Like, I'm not that crazy. Like, damn, I'm going to like, tell you. But it's not something that you just offer up. Being vulnerable is not something that Black women are raised to do in the first place. So who am I telling everybody my business? But then you get like, a, well, you look like you were fine. Okay. And that's noted. Like, <laughs> like You look like you were fine. You, you handled like, it so well. You put that mascara on. You put that good outfit on. Okay. That I wish I could have handled it like you. You wish that you had been under your bed crying, scared. You wish that you weren't going to the cafe every night to eat. That you were skipping meals. Yeah. That's what you wish? I feel like people... So you notice when I'm looking strong. I feel like you can notice when I'm not looking strong. I feel like... For me personally, I've definitely looked how I felt. Mm-hmm. Didn't feel strong at all. Wasn't trying to mess with nobody, but no one said anything either. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, that's kind of sad to reflect. Like, dang, even the people like I'm around or something like y'all don't notice nothing. Do y'all care? Or do you like do you notice it and you just like well she usually get herself out of it or she she's just like tired or something you know what I mean mm-hmm. but like even that little that little change like oh she looked tired today maybe I should see how have you been sleeping you good just a little bit you know what I mean like you gotta check on your strong friends the ones that say oh I she always busy and stuff you think that's a good thing. With busyness comes, like, exhaustion, burnout. Maybe check in on me instead of thinking, oh, she ain't trying to mess with me. She busy. No, I am currently sitting here on my floor crying myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. Literally. Um, While you are saying that I'm just busy, like, you might want to fact check that with the source. (laughs) You had a lot of conversations with yourself about what you did and didn't do in a situation that you should have done something could have done something and it becomes that person's responsibility well she didn't say nothing yeah you know like i mean she wasn't crying when she was here so like how are we supposed to know yeah okay and that's the thing people know oh i'm so convinced people know but they just don't care enough and they're they're afraid to admit that Mm -hmm. here's my thing if you it's the uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Haley Steinfeld. I think that's her name. Like, song. Song. <laughs> if you can't take me at my worst, mm-hmm. you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah. And I identify with that line so hard. Because while my highs are highs, my mm-hmm. lows are low. Yeah. Like, 
like, I just, like, and I, I hear you and I see you, even when you talk about it now, like, someone dragging your name and you've done nothing. Nothing. Nothing but try to be kind, nothing but be, you be, be yourself, but because that person has some, like, and now I'm also speaking from personal experience because you two know mm-hmm. what I went through last year. Mm-hmm. Some people who might be listening to this know. I was about to say, it's over right now. It, like, having somebody drag your name and then having people who say, like, that they know you or they like you believe them. Yes. To that. Kiki and Cosign. With it. With it. It was just like, it's devastating. It's like, what what did I do other than, like, just... Like, we were talking about it earlier. No words. It's like, people have a problem with you for being you. Like, literally just living. Just breathing. Just being in the space that they are in, threatening in some kind of way, whatever it is. You will have literally no issues. I had no issues. None. Zero. I had visited some of these people when we Zero. got back to school. Like, oh, how was your summer? Blah, blah, blah. Kiki, I didn't know we had beef when I left that room. Was it like that? Because I thought it was a regular conversation. I thought when I got like the, oh, what's up? Like the, hey, like, how you do? I thought that was like regular people conversation. Mm-hmm. I was not hit to the fact that there was some real deep seated, like, uh-huh. we hate you actually hate we we hate we hate you not dislike hate no, no, like no. i want to destroy we will drag you here and then we're gonna go to some other stuff you're trying to do and we're gonna drag you there too yeah until you have nothing we're gonna yourself. drag you to people you don't even you talk don't to. even talk people to. who don't even talk to you we're gonna drag you that um it just i'm like what i'm dumbfounded what and then not even hip to what i know which is the sound like I'm I got all the tea whatever y'all was bringing back and a holla back girl into each other it's all it's, I'm hip I know the I have a transcript I know it all the dates the times who said who who said what one of your little friends came in and snitched on all of y'all so I'm hip to that what all of this strategy over some hatred that was never even and still has never been personally addressed with me and i know everybody involved everyone there is not a rock unturned that don't have nobody somebody name under it <laughs> that was involved in this i'm hit to all of it so it's cool y'all do you and i'ma do me but let it be known baby I got the receipts. That little tribe that y'all built, that little attack squad, y'all broke up real quick. And people started talking. People started singing. And I heard the song. Okay. And followed after it. Y'all not slick. Not slick. It's wild. We were talking about this earlier, too. Just like, What was the question again? This was when you realized you weren't invincible. Yeah. Like, talking about how, like, people... It's just amazing. Just, just... And not in a good way. Just, like, 
you are you are like being awestruck. your authentic self, showing up, being. Because I was telling, thank you for doing laundry. I was telling <laughs> Lexi earlier, like I am, like I'm just like a bubbly person. Like I I like to be joyful. Like I don't want to end my day like this bad thing happened. I want to end like, well, I have this, yeah. so I have something to be joyful about. I have. Yeah. I can do jumping jacks. I can see. Like I got things to be joyful about. I'm blessed. So let me let me let me take that joy. Cause I that I like everybody doesn't have a loving family. Everybody doesn't get to have an education. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I I like to I like to smile at people. I like to give people yeah. some little light because life is dark sometimes. Yeah. And there are people who hate me for that. Like they genuinely like and their spirit isn't ready to receive it. Nothing to you do with you is their spirit is not ready to receive that. You gotta be ready. And that's oh, but I don't know. But to be like, oh, what's wrong with her? Yeah. That that so fiercely. Yeah. Yes. Like, I've never felt that. I can honestly say. As much mm-hmm. as I be drinking the haterade Kool-Aid sometimes, <laughs> I, might be, I might be in my feeling like, mm, who does she think, you know? Yeah. But it's like, wow. Like, like I, I've really in the last, since this experience happened to me, really tried to check that. Mm-hmm. Like, let the girl be happy. Mm-hmm. Let her do her. She like that little boy. Let them do that. Like, you know, like not trying to just get away from that because mm-hmm. these people live yeah. off of it. This is bread and butter. They could go for days okay. without a sandwich. They could. They could. <laughs> they don't need water anymore. That's the the, the, it, the, it okay. is their life. You are living off of the despair, the mistreatment, the embarrassment, and the harassment of other people, and that is how you are feeding yourself, your soul. That's what you're feeding to your soul. Your soul, a little monster, okay. and is hungry. I'm, I can't be that. You pick a different person and they're your food. You pick whatever is going to fill that void in you and that's your food. It's sick. Yeah. Void filler. It's sickening. Read a book. Like, get a dog. Like, do something. Something. Move. Like, <laughs> no, like. No, don't move because then you're going to spread it somewhere but else. It's like, Deal with whatever. Go somewhere else. I'm saying move. Like, go somewhere else and meet some different people. Because it's like-minded individuals. This is true. Right? This is so true. So I'm like, you get out of your comfort zone, you go somewhere where you got to act right. And people do. There are people from high school that were not the nicest people, and you knew that. And they went to college, and they're living like these extravagantly like new lives, and they're this whole new person. And you know who they were in high school. You're like, all right. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. But <laughs> it's like you you took that opportunity for yourself. You're bettering. Do you? What do I be mad for? Right. Growth. Ain't nothing wrong with the growth. But you got to do it. You got to go somewhere. You got to find somewhere else to put your soul energy. Something else. A new soul monster. <laughs> <laughs> you need a new soul monster. Did you say, Danny, if they don't deal, if they don't deal with the trauma, it's transferred somewhere else? Yeah, if trauma is not transformed, it is transferred. That's real. And that is a TED Talk that we have to listen to. We have yet to listen to yeah. it, but we like the headline. Yes. We like, we like the title. Yes. We gotta watch it. 
And this goes for men and women also, period. Yeah. Because men don't think that y'all immune to the petty and the drama. Y'all be the main ones. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the main saboteurs of people's lives. Talking about, I mean, I don't get into the drama. Right, but no all the drama, but no all the tea. (laughs) Well, what'd she say? Right. I mean, that's crazy, dog. Like, what? Yeah, no. We're, yeah, we see you, yeah. young men. Yeah, you're not hip. All right. Two more questions. Uh, when did you find out what kind of friends you needed? Oof. Oh. Okay, I say this one. Okay, needed yes. is important to me, yes. personally. I think... A lot of people's friendships are, they're like proximity friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, like we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. We're roommates. We're on the same team. Yeah. We, you know, have a class together. And it's like, because this person is near you a lot. We work together. Like, yeah. this is my friend. And you become like a proximity friend. Yeah. And your friendship might actually be deep and real. Yeah. But that person isn't who you need yeah. as a friend. And it's only when you start, like, really going through shit that you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I have nobody. But you have all these little proximity friends. You got all these people that, like, are somehow connected to you. And you feel like y'all are together. But they're not really your tribe, necessarily. You are, like, one in a group. Yeah. Or one, even, I think even in, like, friendships between, like, two people. Yeah. It can be almost really empty. Yeah. But have, like, a lot of stuff. I would say I the more I learn about myself, the more I learn about what kinds of friends I need. Uh, I definitely reckon I didn't have a name for it, but thanks for giving me that name, proximity friends. Mm-hmm. Because once I got out of, the, out of their proximity, it's like, where'd they go? You know, and I think that hurt <laughs> a lot, actually. Like, dang, I'm sorry. I really thought we were something. But for me... I definitely try to give what I want Mm -hmm. because I wouldn't want someone to do something that I wouldn't do. Like, or, you know, like vice versa or however this is coming out right now at 3 Uh, (laughs) a.m. Hold on. Like, if I wouldn't do it, I don't think I would want somebody else to do it. I wouldn't pressure someone else to do it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm showing you how I want to be loved. Yeah. That was another one of the questions I had. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think I'm going to ask you, but it, yeah. Yeah. And so, like, but I had to figure that out for myself because when I when it was lacking, I think usually I figured out what I needed when I didn't have it. I'm like, dang, I need somebody to check in on me because I didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking I'm strong. Like, okay, I'm doing all of this. I'm a bam in my gym. <laughs> and then I'm like in this dark place and it's like, dang, like, I want somebody to check in on me. And so recognizing that I might not have like verbally communicated it, you know, and you know, growing and stuff, like, hey friend, I need you to check in on me. I would just show them, like, this is me checking in on you. Yeah. How do you like it? I know you like it because you say, oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. But but then you don't reciprocate it. And so I'm like, so you didn't get the hint? Or, you know, I mean, like, I'm not doing it to 
I'm doing it because I care about you genuinely, you feel me? But it would be nice if you start reciprocating it. But I think all relationships, even like romantic-wise, romance-wise, it's reciprocal, reciprocation. Yeah. Is a is a friendship is yeah. a relationship when things are reciprocated. You act a certain way, I reciprocate that. Yeah. You do certain things, I reciprocate that. They don't have to be in the same way, right? Like, oh, you got me a bag of chips, I'm gonna buy you a bag of chips. Right. Like, it's not like that. But it's like you have expressed loyalty. I'm going to express loyalty in a different way. You checked in on me. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should check in on her because that's the kind of friendship that we clearly like have. Like, she's doing that for me, so. In order for me to be like to, to match up on the friend scale, like yeah. she put it all kind of heavy. Yeah. Like my side a little weak. <laughs> so like I'm, I'm gonna have to start uh, you know, setting a, a timer in my schedule or something yeah. to like check up on her or something like that. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. Those nights when I when I when I definitely remove myself from the proximity uh of those friendships, whatever. When I was deeply alone. Or felt like I was truly alone. That's when I'm like, okay, something got to change. I need this and this and this. And I got my partner. I got my significant other. Okay. And he is holding it down. As he should. But it's like. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's something different though. I like, he. yes, he's my best friend. He like, he's my partner. He my ride or die. But it's like, dang, I don't want him to be my only person. My only friend. How, <laughs> how sad do that sound? My only friend. He is it. Like, me and myself and him. It was like, but I thought, I, I talked to all these people. I don't have beef with anyone. Yep. We laugh together and sometimes hang out. But I don't feel like I can come to them when I need them. There's a problem in that. Mm-hmm. How can I be around all these people but still be alone? Alone. Yeah. Like, do they recognize that? Do they care to recognize that? Or am I just, like, in my head? Yeah. Yeah. Talking yourself out of it. Like, oh, well, like, maybe it's just me. Like, I'm not expressing what I need enough. So maybe I just either don't say anything because, like, I haven't expressed it enough and, like, they're just not going to, like, understand. Or did I... I, or it's like to a point where like I've expressed it so much mm-hmm. now I just have to take it for what it is yeah and that's when all of a sudden it's like oh well you switching up like you don't hang out with us no more you don't like talk to us no more like no it's like I'm recognizing what I need yeah. at this point and spending time like aimless time mm-hmm. with y'all I don't have it right like that's not feeling my need yeah I mean, neither is me crying in my bed by myself. <laughs> so we're so, so, so we gonna have to figure it out. <laughs> but that's not what I need. Yeah. But you mentioned that we've cried alone a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. How many other. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this group right here holds it down. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's like I'm pretty sure there are other brown girls on campus who have cried themselves to sleep thinking that they're alone. For sure. Absolutely. Be the life of the party. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Be in the middle of the party. Everybody can see them. Mm-hmm. We all know who you are. Yeah. We all, you know. You got the best pictures on Instagram. Okay. And right after that or right before that, you had a breakdown. You was broke down. Yeah. 
surrounded by people who really don't. I think they're very well-intentioned people yeah. as well. I also yeah. think that everybody can be your friend on the same level. Yeah. Like, there are friends, people are, are in your life for a reason. Yeah. And there are people that you associate with, people that are you consider your friends, there are people that are best friends, there are, you know, like, soulmates. They're, like, all these different levels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded by a bunch of people who are, like, baseline friends. Yeah. For you. But it's like the more time you spend with them, the more you think like, oh, they know me. Like they know because we've been yeah. together. We've been we've been through all of it. I've told them stuff about me that I wouldn't really tell other people. Like that was significant to me. Yeah. Especially proximity friends. Yeah. If anything, like you see me every day. Yeah. So when I have a bad day and you don't say nothing to me, I mean, you know, like, are you even paying attention? Have you noticed me? I notice you. I work. I'm very intentional at trying to notice you. Mm-hmm. I feel when your energy shift, you know? I was checking on Kelly in the kitchen a minute ago. I'm like, girl, is you good? Because uh, I know it's late. Right. <laughs> but uh, your energy has dropped significantly. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm just so deep in thought. Like, it's like I was like, what's wrong? I'm yeah. just like, now I'm just thinking about life and future and I'm just overthinking as usual. It's good. <laughs> it's like, okay, just checking in. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate it. Make it short. I think I realized what kind of friends I needed. Coming out of that situation um, and getting away Mm. really helped. I think I I highly advise. And when I said move, like that was like a move, move for the haters and move for the the victims of the haters. Everybody need to move (laughs) to get some healing. I moved to D.C. for the summer and met so many amazing people and was just and was affirmed yeah like ain't nothing wrong with you you are fine the flaws that you're working on is the only flaws that you need to be working on Mm -hmm. not them added things that these people keep trying to put it no the stuff that you know about yourself that need a little work keep working on them but other than that baby you fire you was good you're doing it and you're fine. And I met a lot of women. I met some amazing black women who are in college and we talked and it was like, wow, y'all really are doing the same things that I'm doing. Y'all understand what I'm going through. We have similar struggles. We have similar insecurities. We have similar experiences. That's crazy. Cause you're from California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're from New Jersey. You're from DC. You're from, you know, like all these different places. And these are black women that I'm just vibing with. Yeah. Vibing. Like, we don't know each other from anybody off the street. I happen to work with you. We happen to be in the same women's group for the summer. We happen to be and having like really dope conversations. Yeah. And then leaving there, right? Feeling affirmed, feeling seen, feeling found and being okay with me. Mm-hmm. Coming back to a place that has been notoriously unsafe <laughs> and unwelcoming. And getting checkups every couple of weeks, like, hey, Lex, how are you? Hey, Lex, I heard, you know, you told us, you told us about this podcast before you wanted to leave. How, well, how's it going? When are, yeah. when are we going to get it? Yeah. We, I, like, like yeah. when are we going to get it? Like, what are you doing? Like, how do you, how can we help you? I got a text a couple of weeks ago, like, is there anything that y'all want me to put on my prayer list for the, for this week? I know, like, finals are coming up for most people. Like, how are y'all doing? Yes, put it on there. Like, Last time we talked, which was like four weeks ago, yeah, or like in the summer, yeah. Oh, 
you know, I like in, in July, mm-hmm. we was we talked about this. Like, how is that working out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you still concerned about that? Yeah. I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. These are the friends that I needed. Yes. Because these are not proximity. These are not the people that, and that's not to say that I don't like the people that I'm around. Right. That I don't respect the friendships and the loyalty that I have now. I don't right. want that to sound as like, oh, I'm just so grateful for those people because y'all ain't nothing. Right. It's like in that particular situation where I felt so alone to go to a place and to meet these people was extremely important yeah. and helped me to gauge the friendships that I do have yeah. here. It's like, okay, like people that I mess with now that I mess with, I'm cool with them yeah. and they're cool and they doing their thing. But there was a, it was a drastic shift in focus for me about like what my friends are supposed to look like and what I'd like to be a friend yeah because I'm the checkup person mm-hmm. I'd be like you you all right mm-hmm. yeah I saw you was um crying yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like yeah. I, I didn't want to you know be all in your business but uh are, are you good right. like hey you can call me or whatever anytime of day or night that's me yeah taking care of people and not getting the same level in the moments that I needed it. Yeah. But going away, er, go away from wherever you at. If you around some people and you're like, I just don't really don't know, mm-hmm. trying to find myself, I don't feel supported, go somewhere else. Yeah. If you can, as you are right. able. Right. Right? Because yeah. it was expensive. And sometimes it's as simple as not contacting that person. Like, or those people. And seeing, does, has your life changed with them not there? Have you noticed the difference? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, you need to start doing some serious reflection on if that's the relationship you really want to pursue and what that relationship is going to do to you. Mm-hmm. Is that going to drain you? Is that going to harm you? And is it worth it? Yeah. Is what someone else may or may not say about you worth your future mental health? and? Mm-hmm the generational curse or trauma you may pass on to your children because of it that's something to think about man when did i realize the kind of friends i needed um i knew from a very young age the kind of friends i wanted like i never really fit in perfectly i was that person who was like cool with everybody i was just like weirdo yeah, you're supposed to pick a click in middle yeah. school. We all you supposed to pick a click. You can't be part of. I'm messing with you. Girl. No, I'm no, like, no. I was, I was, like, but that was it. That was some real shit. Though. That was I, that was it. it yeah, like, ah, I can't hang out with you. Ah, you're <laughs> weird. Ah. <laughs> like I was, just, I was just cool. Like it was just like I was in the middle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I didn't have any issues. I was just like with people. I was just like it. Just you're funny. Like so I like you and. Y'all kind of mean, but you're nice. So, like, I like to hang out with you, and all of y'all are cool. Like, so, like, you know, like, it was just, like, mm-hmm. I like to be around people. And so I was. But that never really went away. I never, I never had, like, I had, like, one friend. And, like, this, like, my my deep friendships grew as I got older. But, like, I had one friend from, like, sixth grade to whom, like, she and I are still friends today. True. Okay, bomb woman in nursing school doing her thing. A, <laughs> um, but it just it was. I was always searching for that those 
vampire diaries type friends like you know like all the shows whatever show i was watching at the time i was like cheetah girls girls, like whatever it was just was cool but they was jealous they were they had a lot of jealousy going on yeah they was jealous but it was it was the it was the way it looked on television though i was like i really want to dance all night with my friends i want to have deep intentional conversations i want to not be afraid to be vulnerable with them these are the friends that i want yeah. I'm on the Kelly report card. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I got an A plus. <laughs> yes, yes. And yeah, the old the older I got, like the more friends I gained like that. Yeah. But also the more significant losses I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because at that point it was like, oh, I have this friend, been friends for ten years and oh yeah. friendship is over. Oh yeah. That was Traumatic, devastating, had me on my knees. I was like, wow, I'm crying. <laughs> crying. Not crying, laughing. I'm crying, crying. Like, it was, <laughs> it was crying, deep. Crying. <laughs> but, like, also, like, with, with those losses and, like, with, with the learning and the growing, it's like you, you realize what you deserve, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it's like once you get a taste, it's like, no, no. I'm not going back. No, no. <laughs> I will be alone. Yep. Before I dare yeah, yeah. go back to being someone's stepstool. Oh, it's, it's even less significant than that. <laughs> just like, just being, just being someone's, ugh. Like, I'm a good person. So I'm going to say, oh, Kelly, you're so sweet. You're so nice. I love you. Okay, but like, you don't really care. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't, and I don't doubt. See, I'm a person that like loves everyone. So I get saying I love you. I'm like, it, you can love people. You definitely can love on them. You can, but it's just, it's, it's, it's a very, in my, and this is like a deeper conversation, but it's like, it's a very fine line. I'm trying to word this correctly. When, on you for him. At almost 4 a.m. Like okay, struggling. I, ha- I got y'all out here. No, it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. We just telling the audience. Yeah, so they know. Like, these like, girls. Way, I promise you. Like, if you caught so us at, much. like, 10 p.m., it would have been so different. If you had caught that dinner preparation <laughs> conversation, y'all, y'all ain't learned nothing yet. Uh, it's just... It's, it's different. It's different from, like, showing that you care about people just by, like, hi how are you how you doing because like those people who genuinely care who they're they genuinely are asking yeah. they're yeah. there even if they're not there at your 4 a.m i need you where your best friends are which is fine they don't have to be that's that's where those Danny's and lexi's come in <laughs> like but the people who genuinely ask you because they want to know not because i'm a good person so how are you oh that's good i haven't answered yet right. <laughs> what <laughs> No, if you don't want to know, don't ask me. Because I don't want to know. I'm not going to ask you. And if I'm I sure here's even more important. If I can't handle it, yeah. I'm not going to ask you. This is something very significant. I learned from a friend of mine a couple years ago or a year ago. Time is interesting in college. Um, <laughs> no, it's real hard. Be like a year, a semester. Okay, yeah, honestly, two years, the summer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what day of the week it is. Do you ask? your people your friends the people in your life do you have the mental capacity to take on something heavy right now do you have the mental emotional capacity yeah 
It's a really important question to ask. Just a good little check-in. Good little check-in. And then if you don't, like, that, that doesn't mean we're never going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But just, okay, thanks for letting me know. We can talk about something else right now. I feel it, you know. I can wait till tomorrow. Maybe we'll both be in a better space to, like. But what if you can't wait? Like, what if it's something that's like, wow, like, this is just so pressing. I'm just asking a question. But, like, if it's, I ask you, like, I'm really, really going through something, mm-hmm. like, that I perceive to be, like, a big deal. And you're not ready to take that right now because you are not in the space to take it. Mm-hmm. Where do I go? And that's the thing. That's why I would like to have multiple friends. <laughs> no, like, for real. Like, I would like to have more than one. <laughs> it would be nice oh, to have options. No, That's for funny. real, though. Like, because when he was my person and we didn't, we didn't have enough space in each other, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I need I need another outlet. Yeah. Because it's not fair to just continue to put it on him. Yeah. He's not a licensed Oh you know, counselor. Oh, no. you Could know? have been had his license at this point. <laughs> I'm like, they need to certify you. <laughs> you need to go take that little test or whatever. Yeah. But you know, like he's not he's not a professional at this. Yeah. So that is not fair to put that on someone who has not gone to school for that. Mm-hmm. Um and I even went to counseling. I you know that was it was not that great of an experience just because I'm like okay this is some basic level counseling I am on like I reflect no 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 like I'm like I reflect a lot so like yeah. you're asking me these discovery questions like I've already discovered it what's next <laughs> I hear it I need an action plan give me actually. some coping mechanisms give me some breathing exercises like what like, are you yeah tell me something me. I don't know because I've I've done it all so mm-hmm. yeah. What does the recent study say? (laughs) No. (laughs) You better. Are you checking PubMed? Okay. Okay. But it's nice to have multiple friends. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have 20 of them. But like, even if I had y'all in that moment, then Mm -hmm. it wouldn't just be me putting, dumping it on him. Like, I I wrote a paper kind of on this. But like, you have, being able to share, share your weight. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's important, so, like, alleviate some of it, so, yeah, that's why it's important to have friends, friends, once we can't depend on friends. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me stop for they, like, charges for this. No, 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 we do not own the rights to right. that song, none of the songs mentioned and or sung on this podcast. Right. <laughs> we own the rights to our voices. Uh well, unless anyone else has a pressing question um, for us to respond to that. I think I just have, like, I just want, like, women of color to know, like, somebody sees you. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't say it aloud, even if they have not acknowledged you like it might be the last person on earth you think sees you but somebody sees you they looking they see you and they see your greatness they see your potential they might even just they might even see your hurt and just identify with it just know you are not alone you are not alone like the friends i have now i prayed for when i was a kid 
And I didn't fully receive these friends really until like this year. I told you I have like, I can count on one hand how many friends I have from childhood. It's two. Like, like, that's, that's real. That's real. Like, everybody doesn't have that. We've been best friends since we came out the womb. Mm -hmm. We held hands at nap time in preschool together. No, like, everybody doesn't have that. And that's okay. But, like, don't give up. And, like, you going through all of that, all of that friendships, relationships, this is how you appreciate something when it's meant for you. When it's good for you. Not like if I would have met y'all before or whatever, you know, I mean like, okay, they're cool or whatever. But I haven't experienced anything to know that the value that y'all add, Mm -hmm. you know. So I went through all of that stuff being alone by my, you know, watching it to be able to appreciate God putting people in my life that were meant to be here. You know, God has a sense of humor. Oh, he, yeah, he is cracking up sometimes. And I'm like, sir, this is... <laughs> he, he, like, he, like, he like, look. What they call it, a dad joke? Like, this is not funny. <laughs> God had Callie and Lexi in his hands. He was like, hey, watch this. That's <laughs> <He said, laughs> okay. Put him down. I'm like, Roger, he had picked me up because yep. he sure dropped me for a second. He sure <laughs> let me fall. He did. Don't yes. act like you ain't let me fall. Don't, don't do that. We stumbled and fumbled. Hey, I'm like, be real now. We came with scratches Tell and Tell the truth, shame the devil. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, shame the devil. You lost you lost the grip of me. You let me go a little bit. He said, when he did that, he said, He's Watch like, she'd be all right. Hold right. on. <laughs> Let's back up for a second. Well, we can all say bye. All right. All right. This is dedicated to all the brown girls. Period. Looking for love. You will find it in yourself. Okay. Search inside yourself first. Um, get you some bomb, bomb ass, brown, black friends. Um, but... Don't be discouraged if you have to, like, go through some of them. There's going to be trial and error to figure out what you truly need. Yeah. That's coming from experience. But what is yours is yours and cannot be taken away. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was to say, I'm like, Amen. and that's a wrap. <laughs> right. And that's a wrap for that. Bye. Like, right. Bye. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Adiós. 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 Adi